Yes, welcome in one and all. This is the full 10 yards at a betting podcast. Two weeks left, guys. Two, well, two betting weeks anyway, because no one bets on the Pro Bowl. Uh, do they, Adam? I, don't, I think you probably do. Um, do you not? I bet uh, you have. Yeah. Have, you ever, have you ever had a Pro Bowl bet in your life? I don't think I have. <laughs> I know you can. Yeah, um, yeah, Tom, yeah, yeah. Tom, who does the uh, DFS stuff for me, he said that he's going to be setting up a slate for the Pro Bowl, which is, oh, uh, God. yeah, I called him a D-Gen for that, but I'm pretty sure I don't. I mean, there's never any Bengals players there, so it's not really worth uh, my attention, frankly. <laughs> we'll be going. We'll, we'll, well, well, you're hoping there's not this year, obviously. Um, uh, there, there won't. There won't be this year. No. Well, I mean, Burrow didn't even get there, which is um, yeah. We'll, we'll yeah, move we'll, on. Yeah, but yeah, but going forward, you know, you'd expect uh, Jamar Chase and well, yeah, Joe. Well, I'm surprised. Well, Joe Mixon's has not been in before now. Uh, I can't remember to be honest. I uh, I remember being a little insulted. I, to be fair, I think Chase Mixon and Hendrickson got there or got voted in. Um, but yeah, there, there, there should have been more. Yeah, we're, we're obviously not. We're not here to talk about the Pro Bowl. Uh, we're here yep. to talk about the NFC and the AFC Championship games. Uh, obviously, yeah, the main um, kind of the semi-final. If you were, uh, we've got two games. Uh, Bengals, Adam. You after not sending one text for twenty-five years or however many years it was, you got to send two. You got to send two texts in two weeks. I could have done. Yeah, if, if text messaging was still around, obviously. Mm-hmm. I'm not as young as Jack, but even I don't use text messages that much anymore. I sent you the obligatory one, and uh, yeah, yeah. Last week, obviously, bits of a, a bit of a scrappy game. I don't know whether you, I don't know whether you heard how many sacks Joe Burrow took. I've not, I've not heard anyone mention it this week. Um, but uh, he, he wasn't protected the best he could have been. But he threw for 350 yards and got through the game. So, um, yeah, it, it was. It was a weird game. I didn't have that much emotion at the end of it. It was just a kind of, it's done, we're over it. Let's get to the next one and uh, move on. It was um, a very strange feeling. On to the next. And uh, someone who has a decent ticket on the 49ers to to win it all, Jack. Um, sitting pretty, although your cash out is not very, uh, not very appealing at the moment. Yeah, um, I actually fancied the 49ers this weekend heavily. Like I can't believe the handicap's three and a half over a uh, field goal. So uh, I won't be cashing out this week. But um, if they're playing against the Chiefs in the Super Bowl, I might have to back the Chiefs as well because I can only see that going uh, one way. Jimmy G versus Mahomes. I think the last Super Bowl was a 2017. And yeah, there's no way that the there's no way that the Chiefs lose to the 49ers if, if that's the Super Bowl matchup. No, well, they were, they were close last time, weren't they? Let's be let's be mm. fair to to Jimmy G. If only right. he hadn't overthrown that uh, that player, that whoever it was. Um, it was uh, but, uh, Sanders, I think, wasn't it? Was it? Was it? Yeah, something. something I like think that. it was Emmanuel Sanders. Yeah. Yeah. Good. Good recall. Good recall. And uh, Adam, yeah, we we spoke before we came on live. Uh, you can actually bet on uh, Super Bowl handicap lines now, and we really well. You you pointed it out, but yeah, I don't see. I don't understand why the Chiefs are plus uh, minus three against the Forty uh, ers no, that that seems a little bit too short. I hang on a second. I had them up here. Uh, yeah, you can get minus two and a half against the Rams, but only minus three against the 49ers. Um, obviously, it's in the Rams' own stadium, and the Rams are three and a half point favourites this week against the 49ers. So I don't get how there's only a half point difference in between those two lines. Uh, yeah. It just seems a little bit too short for me. So I am tempted to have a decent bet on the Chiefs minus three. Um, it's at nine to ten on Paddy Power at the moment, and I'm. I think I need to double check. I would assume it gets voided. <laughs> I just need to double check on that one before I put some money down <laughs> yeah. and they take my money for it yeah. from it. But uh, yeah, Doesn't I'd imagine it would get voided if it didn't happen. 
you would you would certainly hope so otherwise um, yes. yeah you're you're asking for trouble uh, you yeah. are asking for trouble okay then let's do let's let's get into it afc championship game can the bengals win yet another game in in the post season uh, if you are watching on youtube or maybe live on twitter hello first and foremost but so uh, you can see the the odds and the betting in front of you there so uh, bengals 5 to 2 chiefs 2 to 7 on the money line uh, handicap uh, you, uh, the reason i've put bengals past seven and a half is because you can find a seven and a half uh but obviously if you're a chiefs fan you'd rather have minus seven which is readily available than uh, minus seven and a half uh, doing, doing yourself no favors at all total points over under is 54 and a half and uh, if you fancy a bit of a poke of overtime uh, obviously the chiefs and the bills were there last week and what a game that was by the way and i felt so sorry for the bit for the bills really wanted the bills uh to, to get through there, and you, you, you felt it was all done and dusted when uh, Gabe Davis uh, was it Gabe Davis? Yeah, on his uh, on his long his touchdown, his but fourth not, touchdown, his fourth touchdown indeed. Yeah, but if you fancy a nibble on overtime, fifteen to one, I, I'd, I'd suggest that there's worse fifteen to one shots out there. But uh, who who bloody well knows? Uh, and then your touchdown scorers, uh, Kelsey Hill. The main protagonists there for the Chiefs, as they always are. Is put, uh, obviously, you've got CH, uh, Clyde Edwards, Hilaire McKinnon there as well. And then the main protagonists for the Bengals, Mixon, Chase, and McKinnon prices there are in front of you. Right then, fellas, let's get into it. Uh, Adam, obviously, you're Bengals, so I'll, uh, I'll let you take it away. Yeah, I think that the seven points was a fair handicap. I had them at six and a half when I suggested it to you guys earlier in the week. And I think I opened at that and then got quickly bet up to seven. I'm a little surprised to see it at seven and a half now. Um, it's been like that for at least two hours. I thought that they'd be gone quite quick. Um, but obviously the money's coming in on the Chiefs, so it's pushing it that way. Um, I really, I think the line's spot on. As I said, I, I believe that the Chiefs will probably win, but I've said that for the last two weeks in the Bengals games. They are <laughs> arguably the better team. They're, they've obviously got the best quarterback in the league, which definitely helps things, as we saw last week, giving him 13 seconds to move on the field is too much time. And it, it kind of it vindicates Zach Taylor's choices in the uh, regular season game between these two, where we went for or he went for it on a uh, fourth down, uh, getting close to the um, goal line where they could have just kicked a field goal, but they would have allowed 40 seconds from Holmes and he would have he would have got that um, that yardage. So, yeah, I. I'm, I'm rambling a bit because I really don't know about this game, frankly. I, the Bengals have got a puncher's chance. They can put up points against anyone. Obviously, a 34-31 win earlier in the season was uh, an impressive result. Now, I've been ranting about handicappers this week and lazy handicapping, and I've been told this week by certain people that the Chiefs weren't even trying in that game, that it was the referees, that the Bengals got lucky, that it was all this, this, and this. Uh, well... They were they held the Chiefs to three points in the second half after making mm. halftime adjustments. Oh, you, you're stealing all my notes, Adam. <laughs> yeah, I, I don't think you can blame the referees for that one. Uh, they only allowed, I think, three or four drives for the Chiefs. They they controlled the ball. They did really well in the second half of that game. And it came down to Burrow and Chase, essentially. Now, I don't think the Chiefs, the Chiefs are stupid enough to leave Chase one-on-one -on -one again. Uh, that would be suicide, frankly, and the Bengals would take advantage again. But... I don't think the Bengals will be too fussed with that. They've got T. Higgins and Tyler Boyd on the inside. And having a top-tier quarterback, which I believe Joe Burrow is, he goes through his progressions and he finds the open man, whether that's uh, Uzama or whether it's Higgins or Boyd or even Joe Mixon out of the backfield. The beauty of the Bengals at the moment is that they have so many targets on offense. The one thing they need to do, obviously, I will admit that nine sacks was a little bit too much. They only allowed four against the Chiefs in the regular season. Um, but 
holding Chris Jones mainly at bay uh, will be the key to this one. Uh, they've done a decent job of scheming against those kind of things, obviously, apart from last week. Um, but I'm hopeful that they'll they'll get up for this one. Uh, from the Chiefs side of things, obviously, huge game last week. Um, they have slightly less time to recover and the overtime. It was an emotional game. But in fairness, I believe the Chiefs think they were going to the Super Bowl. So they won't have taken the uh, the win last week too highly. It would have just been another step on the way there. Um, obviously, Tyreek stepped up. He had 150 yards and a touchdown. After only having one touchdown in the final seven games of the regular season, he's scored in both of them so far. The studs step up when they need to, and him and Kelsey both um, ended up with a touchdown last week. Obviously, Kelsey had the, the game winner in overtime. Uh, it was it was a good performance from them. Obviously, it's, it's hard to say anything against them. Uh, but the defense was poor again, has been poor all season. It ranks lower than the Bengals. Not that anyone will tell you that. You don't hear that anywhere. It's all just the positives for the Chiefs because everyone wants the Chiefs to win. Um, so I think Borough will be able to tear them up again. Uh, they should have um, Tyron Matthew back off concussion. His his loss was what caused the four-touchdown game from Gabe Davis last week. They're all down the middle, and that's where he would have been. So it's a, it's a good uh, it's a good one for them. It's a bad one for the Bengals that he's back. It, it should be a heck of a game. I You'll find out in a minute, obviously, my bets, but I do like points in this one, and I think it could easily be another 30-ish each. I think both teams have got the talent to do that. I mentioned last week the Chiefs' defense has done well against lesser opposition. They haven't done great against quality QBs, and that's what they're facing this week. So should be a cracking game. I'm glad it's the early one because I doubt I'll make it to midnight in the second one so i'm glad that glad that i don't have to um but yeah it should be a cracker yeah i'm, I'm not sure we'll come to the next thing i'm not quite sure why i went unders but I, I was maybe going for a bit of defense but let's be honest it's not going to really happen is it uh you mentioned there about studs obviously turning up i think it's worth mentioning andy reed uh is being a stud in terms of it was it's, it's only the only person to lead it's someone two teams to four straight championship games or five straight championship games or something obviously did it with the eagles um so obviously hats off to uh the big the big walrus himself um yeah i mean also the other thing i want to point out it's amazing what 13 seconds can do you've got patrick Mahomes leading you down the field for a field goal mm-hmm. and dak prescott can't even fucking snap the ball brilliant <laughs> Uh my god, never mind. Um yeah, no, you you're right. You, they met him the, these guys met in week seventeen. Uh Ever McPherson twenty was it the chip shot field goal to, to yeah. win it as time expired. Uh Chase went bananas. What was it uh three touchdowns, got two two sixty-six yards on eleven receptions. Um yeah, since he were it was interesting starting here, they were only four four out of ten on third down. Uh, which is not usually conducive to to beating the Chiefs. Obviously, you need to try and extend drives and, like I say, like they did. Obviously, they limited uh, drives in the in the second half, you know, to, to three points. But um, yeah, that's um, it's interesting for the Chiefs because yeah, the, Frank Clark and Chris Jones have struggled recently. They've not been they've not obviously not been the force of, of, of they have been you know, of yester games and yester years or, or whatever. But it was interesting that the Chiefs that game was the only time they gave up. Uh, over 30 points since week five, I think it was a week week five or week six. Generally, their, their defense had turned it around and got back. But yeah, obviously, uh, like you mentioned, the plethora of, of talent on that offense, Joey B, you know, put, calling the shots. Uh, you're always gonna always gonna have a chance. And yeah, I, I think you're about right. I think seven seven is about right. But if you can get seven and a half again, you know, some bookies might want to take get you to take Bengals and hope for you know the, the nuclear nuclear Mahomes just going doing what he does. Um, but Jack, um, conscious we're not talking spoken to you for about 10 minutes so what do you what do you think <laughs> uh, just like the two you were saying i think seven the handicap's pretty much spot on um 
if this makes any sense, I'd be taking the Chiefs minus seven, but seven and a half, I'd like to take the, the Bengals. Um, but yeah, uh, I can see the same as as the Bills game last weekend, which I know it's nearly impossible to have another game as good as that, but I can see just tons of points. Um, I don't like taking over points in games because I don't have uh, very good much luck with it this year, <laughs> but um, I definitely will be leaning towards the overs in this one. Um, Bengals <laughs> defense has been very, very good in the playoffs so far. Um, they have an extra day's arrest, as Adam was saying. And the Chiefs are after coming off a big emotional win, but uh, I don't think it's as emotional as it will be for other teams because they're expecting to be winning Super Bowls every year as opposed to beating the Bills. Um, I, I think the, the main bets on on this game, I'd say, will be kind of overs on the on the Bengals props, um, like the likes of Burrow uh, th- passing yards and the likes of T Higgins. I think is handing up seventeen and a half or something like that. Um, I'd be getting all over that. Um, Jamar Chase had three touchdowns and 266 yards or something in the game in early January. And uh, I, I can't see him doing that again. That's that's just a, a godlike performance. So I'd say T. Higgins might be getting other other targets that uh, Chase would be double teamed or triple teamed, whatever they'll do to stop him. Um, really looking forward to it. I, I can't see the Bengals winning. They've been really, you know, feel good story of the, of the NFL this year. And um, they can probably do it again next year. Like the, when other free agents, pending free agents, see how how good this team is, like and how young they are, they're a lot more attractive in the in the off season to get even more free agents. But um, yeah, seven I think is pretty much spot on. Um, as for the overs and unders, I'd be leaning overs, but I hate backing it. And the main thing I'd be doing would probably be the likes of Higgins. Um, I think he's hundred yards and a touchdown. It's five to one on Paddy Power. That's I know hundred yards is a lot, but I think Burrow is going to be throwing from Jardy this game. Um. I think there was 900 yards of offense in the game uh, in early January, and I could see something like that happen again. Yeah, it's an interesting one because, like you say, if it wasn't for the last two minutes and, and overtime in the Bill, in the Bills Chiefs game, that, I think that game was under, wasn't it? Because that was what fifty. It ended up at seventy two or, or whatever it ended up. At. Something like uh, that. Yeah, yeah. yeah it's fifty four, fifty five is a high one. But like I say, these teams easily have the, the capability to get to thirty, like they did in in week seventeen, as my dog tries to jump off a cliff. Um, <laughs> <laughs> but yeah, let's get um, Adam. Actually, before we get to the bets, um, Jack obviously brought up a, bit, a point about you know it's been the feel good story of the year. Obviously, you know first playoff win since you know adam and eve and um yeah what what would you <laughs> not quite that long but what would you yeah if, if you're, you're as a bengals fan what would you want to see them improve next season to again if they do if they do get defeated in this title game obviously the experience is all great and all that but there's it's quite top heavy in this afc what would you what would you like to see as a bengals fan them they they improve uh go, yeah, to, to help them get to to a bowl yeah, not the toughest question to answer that one. It's obviously the offensive line. It hasn't been great this year. The The tackles are fine. Uh, Riley Reef missing for the second half of the season has been a hit to them. They've struggled on the right-hand side of it. So, uh, But it's the interior where they need the help. Um, the left-hand side, again, is, is all right um, with... Um, <laughs> Jonah Williams. I was going to say Jonah Hill. Definitely not him. Jonah <laughs> Williams and um, Quinton Spain on the left-hand side have been fine. The centre has been all right. It's been the right-hand side, and they need probably a couple of guards at a bit more depth. They have a ton of cap space. I think they're top five in cap space. And as Jack said, they're a very young team. So the potential's there for them to be good for a couple of years if they can solidify a few key areas. And uh, They need to re-sign a couple of players, Jesse Bates, has raised mm. raised question marks this year. He hasn't been great, but in the playoffs, he's been outstanding. He was great last week. Um, and then the linebackers have been really good. Obviously, they're quite young, been drafting them. There's only a couple of areas where they really need to strengthen, and they should be able to 
do that with the money and the draft capital they've got. Obviously, going to be picking last four in the draft, which is uh, I, I, oh, I was going to say night, a refreshing a change. Night, yeah. yeah, a very <laughs> a very weird change for the Bengals. It's going to be the Dolphins. Start, so not too bad. <laughs> well, yeah, Dolphins the second half at least, but. Uh, but yeah, the last four in the draft is going to be a very strange thing. I might have to just get up an hour early for work and should be able to catch them before that. But uh, yeah. yeah, they've... Um... Well, the Dolphins, the Dolphins are the 49ers uh, pick, I'm afraid. <laughs> oh, okay. Yeah, fair enough. So, so yeah, yeah, that's why I'm cheering for them to win. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, if it's going to be bad, make it really bad. Um, but yeah, yeah it's um, they, they have the cap space in the draft to be able to improve the areas they need to improve. So... I'm hopeful, and the free agency signings this year were outstanding. They were they were brilliant from top to bottom. Essentially, they all they all starred in this game, and even um, even the guy they, Zach Kerr, I think it is, they picked up last week. He had a tackle in a game against the Titans because we we're struggling at defensive tackle. So even the players they're picking up off the street are making impacts in games. So um, I'm actually mildly confident of the front office, and they they've proved themselves over the last couple of years after being slandered for decades. Um, yeah. So, yeah, fingers crossed they'll be able to strengthen where they need to. There we go. Right, okay, let's get into the bets for the game then. Uh, we've added Callum in, Callum's bets in as well, but he's gallivanting or around Colorado uh, somewhere. But if you are watching or listening or whatever, hi, Callum. Um, yeah, so as you can see, kind of split opinions in terms of handicap. Me and Adam gone Bengals plus seven and a half. Uh, and like Jack said, obviously, yeah, if you can find seven and a half, go Bengals. And if you find the Chiefs minus seven, go maybe go for that as well. Um, just disregard my under 54. You know my record on totals this season, so just ignore that. Probably go over the over 54 and a half that everyone else has got. Uh, Jamar Chase is, for, like I said, on the on the first uh, graphic there. He's 5-4 any time. Uh, Adam and Jack have gone T. Higgins. Got quite a few receptions last week, didn't he, old Mr. T? Uh, and then Callum's gone CJ Uzama, uh, who had the touchdown in the wild card round, didn't he, uh, against the Raiders. He is 9-2-4. And then props. Uh, I've gone uh, McPherson over 6.5 kicking points. I thought, in, you know, if it is going to be a high-scoring game, chances are he's going to kick, he's going to kick at least you know, seven points, or even like two field goals and a touchdown, or maybe for Adam's sake, three uh, four touchdowns and, and yep. a field goal or something. <laughs> yeah. Um, yeah, there's your 30 points there. Um, so, yeah, I went with that. I just, the, the props were, were quite hard for me this week, I thought. I, I even went to the depths of looking at, you know, defensive player tackles and all the rest of it. But uh, I thought the... Um, the kicking points were were quite low considering the some of these some of the well, it's a fifty four point five you know total so you know six and a half kicking points doesn't seem quite right to me but but there we are uh, Adam's gone over eleven and a half second half points for the Bengals Jack's gone over seventy and a half yards receiving for Higgins and Mixon over twenty eight and a half right receiving yards for Callum Adam or Jack do you want to make any points about why you selected any of your selections I'll let Jack go first before I monopolise more time. Um, well, the overs, I don't know why I'm going for the overs again. I just can't go for unders in this game. Um, as I said, I think it's going to be something like the Bills game last weekend. Maybe not as high scoring, but I wouldn't be surprised if both teams hit 30 points. Um, T. Higgins, yeah. I'm just trying to avoid doing chase because uh, like 266 yards last time they played, I don't think he can possibly go anywhere near that again. Um, the last thing the Chiefs uh, want is him to do you know, do more damage uh, in this game and they'll get some abuse for it if he does it two weeks in, or two games in a row against them. Um, so that's the reason I'm going to Higgins. I just think that he'll be left one-on-one and they'll have most of the defensive backs on um, on Chase. And I've kind of doubled down then on him anytime touchdown score. Again, he, hopefully he has uh, one-on-one coverage and he gets the targets in the end zone. Um, there's not that much value, I don't think, in the anytime touchdown scores in this game because the total is so high. Um, 
but yeah, I probably would have went with Chase, but I think he's five to four. Uh, so Higgins is better value at nineteen to ten. Yep, fully agree with T Higgins on that one. When I saw um, Jack had put that in there, I I was all over it. Yeah, it was. Um, <clears throat> he had ninety six yards off seven receptions last week. He had four out of the last six regular season games. He had a hundred yards, and uh, I agree. I think that they will be concentrating on Chase a little bit more, and T can go up and get it. He he mm-hmm. had a deep shot against two Chiefs uh, cornerbacks in the uh, regular season game and came down with that. He's shown he can do it, and he's he's been outstanding this year. Uh, I've just checked. That's why I got Jack to go first. Uh, 13 and a half is the average second half points for the Bengals this year. And you've even a Bengals fan. I've got to assume that they'll be trailing at the halftime and <laughs> they, they will need to need to put up points. So for them to get uh, two touchdowns, I think is fairly, fairly sensible in the second half. The reason I the, the um, McPherson ch- uh, kicking points is one I looked at as well, but I just worry that they won't go for any field goals in this one. And yeah, yeah. That, that, that was my true. that was my worry on it, and that's the only reason I didn't go for that one. Have to get um, early. Yeah, yeah. Or or late. I mean, they could finish with a field goal again. So yeah. I wouldn't be surprised Seven if there was. Points. Well, yeah, exactly. So I wouldn't <laughs> be surprised if there was um, four touchdowns and a, a field goal. To be honest, it um, it is what happened in the first game, and uh, mix and receiving yards again that Callum has chosen. I think that's. A fairly sensible one. Um, all these lines have gone up, by the way, since we put them in earlier. I just checked on 365. They're all two or three yards higher than where we had them. Um, but yeah, Mixon has had over that line in the last couple of games. And he's, again, a dump-off out for, for Burrow. Um, so yeah, it's um, yeah, all good. <laughs> all good. So let's see who the Bengals will be facing in the Super Bowl. I joke. Um, let's move over to the 49ers and the Rams. Rams are minus three at home, four to seven on the money line. Uh, 49ers eight to five, which is 1.6 for people that like decimals. Over under here, 45 and a half. Thought was maybe slightly a bit low, but these both these defenses can be quite decent and disruptive. Um, and overtime here is a bit shorter, 11 to one. But again, I've seen a lot worse 11 to one shots. Uh, anytime at touchdown scorers and touchdown scorers, they obviously Cup is your favourite. Uh, he's the only one that is odds on for any time. Uh, and then Debo Samuel, Elijah Mitchell, the, obviously the main guys for San Francisco, fifteen to two first, and just obviously just a bit more of a what, bit, bit more than evens for any time. And then you can see Acres, OBJ, Higby for the Rams there, bigger prices. And then Georgie Kittle, um, who is either very much in the game or very much blocking. Uh, he's fourteen to one first or last, and five to two uh, any time. Um, yeah, I mean, 49ers' recent record against the Rams, you, you have to suppose you have to back the plus three and a half for 49ers, don't you, to be quite honest? I mean, I, I was surprised they're giving you the 0.5. Uh, I was I was expecting this to be like a minus one and a half or two, but, not, but certainly not three, three and a half. Um, the reason that, you know, the, the Rams seem to struggle against the 49ers and probably why most teams struggle against the 49ers is they can get really good pressure with the four that they send, you know, Armstead, Bosa and, and all the rest of them. So, um, you know, you've got cut, you've got, very much very little space uh, for the wide receivers to operate in and you know you've got to be a very very good quarterback like a Mahomes not a Dak Prescott to <laughs> to to find the to find Cooper Cup and all the rest of them but uh 
yeah, um, Stafford has been has been excellent um, against the blitz, so that kind of nullifies that a little bit because the 49ers don't really need to blitz. So um, be interesting to see if Matthew Stafford kind of reverts back to his uh, throw it up and, and intercept me, um, you know, status rather than he's you know, he's kind of been tra- trailblazing a little bit for the last couple of weeks, played really well. Um, but yeah, I mean to see Jimmy Garoppolo in this game just makes me want to cry. Um, I, I, I can't. I, there's not enough you can say to even you know to. <laughs> There's so there's so much evidence you can put against Jimmy G not deserving to be in here. I mean, like he's thrown he's thrown two two touchdowns and six picks in his last four games. He ten turnover worthy plays, and uh, he's just he's just awful. He's just just awful. I, I went back and watched the uh, the for uh, glutton for punishment. I went back and watched the Dallas San Francisco game. My God, my God Almighty. Um, I, I'll, I'll stop talking. Um, yeah, for me, for me, the key in this one is going to be Tom Compton at, at right tackle against Von Miller. Uh, Von Miller's been kind of turning the clock back a little bit. Uh, I looked at, like I say, when I was looking at defensive props, I was looking at him. I think his ta- tackles was four point five or three point five or something. And nearly pulled the trigger on the over on that, but um, there are a few players that uh, that could be could be overs on the tackles for for the Rams. But uh, yeah, I think that's probably going to be the key matchup to keep a to keep Jimmy G upright to nearly throw interceptions, but also obviously you know you tend to be running at Aaron Donald. But um, if you're if you're the 49ers, but uh, Adam, uh, yeah, like I say, you can't really look past three and a half for the 49ers. Uh, you shouldn't because of the no. recent record. But again, it's the it's the quality of the teams. It's it's one of those that. They always say defense wins championships, but I don't know whether it does this year. You look at the offenses who have made it to the final four and the Rams, the Chiefs and the Bengals have got three of the better offenses in the league. Uh, so I'm just I'm just not sure the 49ers defense and run game will be able to cope with the power of the rest of the other three, frankly. Um, as you've said, uh, Jimmy Garoppolo, 11 completions last week. Doesn't exactly do it for you, does it? It's, <laughs> it, it's it does, I wouldn't say boggles the mind. It's just what coaching can do if you have a top coach. You can kind of nullify the issues of your quarterback. But that's fine up until you come against decent teams and the best teams. And obviously, you're getting down to that now. Uh, yeah. Matthew Stafford has been outstanding. He's been brilliant the last couple of games. Last week, he obviously won the game for them. He wasn't the reason that they allowed the Bucks back into it. Uh, it was... Well, it was poor play calling, frankly, by McVeigh. He went into a shell again, which is what he did in the Week 18 game between these two. Obviously, allowing uh, the 49ers to win after being 17-0 down at halftime. Um, he just goes to running the ball. Um, I do feel that they will not punish Cam Akers, but probably go away from him a little bit this week after putting their faith in him and him having two fumbles last week, which really, <laughs> I mean, they could have put them out. So I, I do feel that Sony Michelle will get more of the ball this week. Um, which yeah, is one of good shout. yeah, like that. Which is one yeah. of my props later, yeah. which is why yeah. I went with went with that one. Um, obviously, Cooper Cup for the Rams, but they've been using him well to distract from uh, from other players. And Odell Beckham stepped up in the playoffs again. I, I want to say the stud step up. I don't know whether you can still class Odell as that, but he has been very good in the last few weeks, and he obviously has the talent to do it. Uh, Van Jefferson is suffering a little bit of a knock, so be interesting to see what I do there. But Higby scored last week. And he's, he's done well in the postseason as well. Obviously, the Rams' defense has been great. Uh, Miller and Donald were all over Brady last week. Uh, Trent Williams is the left tackle superstar, left tackle for the 49ers. Uh, didn't practice with an ankle injury, but I'd imagine they'll just tape it in three inches of tape and just kind of plaster it in place. <laughs> and he, he'll have to do his job like that, essentially. Um, but 
49er side of it, obviously a whole, whole load of Debo. Uh, he's been the best player in the league. I've said I've said it the last few weeks. Best player in the league to watch. Uh, he's just outstanding. He's I need to stop saying outstanding. It's my word at the moment. Uh, he's been brilliant on the ball, and whether he's rushing it or receiving it. Um, but other than that, it's it's tough to see. Tough to see where the 49ers are going to get it from, but they always do. Uh, Elijah Mitchell was injured this week as well. Uh, Debo came off late. Kittle came off late in the uh, Green Bay game. But uh, they all they're all expected to go. But it's a little bit of a worry. They're all getting banged up. So I for me, I, I think the Rams win, and I think they win comfortably. I know that's a stupid thing to say after losing six in a row, in kind of I wouldn't say inexplicable circumstances, but there's obviously some kind of coaching mismatch and something that changes the games on these ones. But McVay's a decent coach. You'd hope that he will implement something that will get them through this week. And I think they're going to make it to another home Super Bowl. Mm. Yeah, you mentioned there about, um, especially on third downs, and again, going back to the game I rewatched against Dallas, on, on the, th- the third downs that they had, that Carl Shanahan always just finds the right play. It's It's so... It's so frustrating because you get them in third and five, third and eight, third and ten, and they just find the play, and it's just it's it's infuriating. But again, that's hats off to to Carl Shanahan, and like you say, you don't really know where it's coming from. But you've got people like Travis Benjamin, who was what a, a Cleveland Brown, LA Charger throwaway, you know, making a play on third downs and, and all the rest of it. And it's just like I say, you don't they don't necessarily need studs; they just know what they need to do with the players. It's kind of like Patriot, like you know, you don't you don't need obviously you've, they've got studs with Debo Samuel and, and Kittle and all the rest of it, obviously when he's catching a ball but you know you just put a person in a position to, to make you know make a play and, and, and give get the best and get the most out of them and that's what that's what the 49ers have always done and that's partly why i hate them but because that's <laughs> a that dallas has seemed to be the complete opposite but um yeah. jack uh how do you see this one going um yeah i think like shanahan 6-0 against mcfay um mcfay being the rounds being 17 off at halftime and I think it was 17 up or maybe at halftime or 17-3 but uh, ended up losing the game uh, I genuinely think the 49ers are in the Rams head um, even after that game they're what the 49ers think of the 5th seed or 5th seed or 7th seed, seed yeah um, to see them like to, for the Rams to get back into the NFC Championship game and to playing against the 49ers I doubt there's another team they like to play less than the 49ers even the Packers they nearly fancy their chances Um I think that the Rams need to start off this game uh, all guns blazing and take a decent lead because if it's close, I think that that, that uh, sports psychology will, will play a big part. Um, the 49ers, I, I don't know how they're I don't know how they're doing it. I think Garoppolo's zero touchdowns and two interceptions uh, so far. They somehow just managed to keep winning. Um, he's by far the worst quarterback out of the four of them. And uh, with my bet slip, with my bet slip for Forty Niners, every time I see him hike the ball and not hand it off, I'm like, <laughs> no! for the worst. Uh, I don't know how he keeps doing it. He like there's just an inevitable uh, interception, and I wouldn't mind. They're always just stupid ones as well at critical moments. But there was yeah, there was a stupid stat going around about oh, you know, in games where Jimmy G doesn't throw a touchdown is, or like he has yeah zero touchdowns. Is that was it? That's like, seven and two or something. Stupid. <laughs> yeah. But like, how is that oh, even a, like a stat that you want to? <laughs> oh it's crazy you know, like i know um i know that obviously they, they drafted trey lance he hasn't turned out to be what they wanted straight away i'd say jimmy g will be gone um in the off season regardless of how they get on this year but um yeah like i have a bet slip i have, <laughs> I have an outright bet for the 49ers and yeah hopefully they just keep handing the ball off to uh 
Mitchell or even Stevo, who, as, as Adam was saying, I think he's one of the best players in the NFL. Um, I was actually looking Super Bowl MVP. He's 20 to 1. Um, I think mm. if the 49ers do win the Super Bowl, I can't see Jimmy G getting it. He's yeah. just very average. I know quarterbacks usually get it, but he's he runs with the ball, he, he catches the ball. 20 to 1, I think, is it's nearly like an outright bet for the 49ers to win the Super Bowl. And uh, I know not quite, but it's good value. Um, yeah, yeah, I, I think the 49ers will win. Um, but I'm not that confident. I'll be more confident of the of the, of the handicap at three and a half, which, as you said earlier on, is it's a lot higher than I thought it would be. I thought it would maybe go down to one and a half or two. So getting over the over the field goal, I think, is probably the best bet uh, in this game. Yeah, there we go. And uh, yeah, I, I didn't. I mentioned uh, that Debo Samuel twenty to one. I need to do do need to get that. I don't know if you'll get your money back on that one though. But uh, we shall see. Have to look at the T's and C's. Uh, let's have a look at the selections then for everyone. Um, Adam has gone, obviously, like you mentioned, minus three and a half. Callum joins in on in that boat. Yeah, and that's not me. a good sign for me, is it? Being on Callum's, <laughs> being on Callum's side of things. On the NFC, yeah. <laughs> uh, I don't know how he did last week, to be fair. Um, and then, yeah, me and Jack in the same boat as well, uh, up up a certain creek without a certain uh, a certain aid. But there we go. Um, and then, yeah, I've gone overs uh, with Callum on that one. Uh, you've got unders, uh, Adam and Jack. And then, again, just a, a random selection of TD scorers there. Uh, I was, very, again, very surprised to see Samuel at 5-4. to four. Um, He should be really odds-on territory at this stage, to be quite honest. Uh, and then, yeah, probably my favourite bet of the weekend, uh, Robbie Gould over 6.5 kicking points. Yes, he's not missed in the playoffs so now that i've put carved back to this he will miss one um <laughs> uh, adam i like obviously your reasoning for under four, 17 and a half rush attempts there for cam Akers. do you like that that's uh that's probably one of the best bets of the weekend for me as well uh, but that you've brought up on there uh jack's gone over 41 and a half receiving yards for higby and callum has gone over 52 and a half receiving yards for obj so everyone's thinking uh, matthew stafford's gonna have a good game but uh, does anyone want to talk through theirs i know uh, adam you mentioned about Akers, but uh yeah yeah, the, the Acres line, I thought it was quite high. Obviously, just checking last week, yeah, 24, 24 carries for 48 yards last week. So they were trying to get in the load, but he was doing nothing with it and obviously mm. fumbled twice. I, I just think that logically you're going to go away lead, from though. a little. They, they did have the lead, and they may have the lead here. That That is a worry. And mm. as I say, McVeigh does go conservative when they have the lead. So he might. Might go back to Acres. It, it, it was obviously a show of faith, giving him more carries after the first fumble. Um, but the second fumble, I, I just think that you're going to give it to Sony Michelle more. He hasn't, he doesn't fumble, so it makes more sense going for him. And he averaged four yards per carry on his uh, one one carry last week, <laughs> so a little bit better than the two yards that Acres was doing. Um, Odell, I think, again, he has. I think he scored seven or eight in the second half of the season since joining the Rams. I think obviously they're going to cover cup. And Odell has been getting open, so he was, he was my TD um, TD pick. I do like the Robbie Gould um, points. I think that's a, that's a decent one. I expect it to be a tight, low-scoring game, so there could be a couple of field goals, and then you're only needing one touchdown then. So that's uh, that's a decent pick. Um, yeah, I quite like that one. And obviously, Callum chose over on Beckham receiving yards. I'm going to assume it was for the same reasoning I gave. Um, I do like Debo for the MVP. I think he was one of the three or four that I listed. Um, when you put it in a different chat, um, so yeah, well, um, I, I think it's going to be a tight, a tight game, um, which means I probably should have gone for the plus three and a half. But I do think the Rams are the better team, and I, I just can't believe the 49ers can keep doing what they've been doing. Oh, I don't know. I can't. I can't. Don't think I can bet to see them in another Super Bowl. But I mean, I just I can't do it. It's just I hate them. I hate them so much. <laughs> um, 
Yeah, but it's an interesting point you made, to, made earlier, Jack, about Jimmy G. Like I say, you know, hypothetically, if they did win the Super Bowl, you know, do they just get a better trade price for him? Don't know. But like, you know, the, the 49ers can cut him quite quite easily next year. Like it's only a dead cap of like a million, two million or something. His base value is only 23 million. So very, very interesting kind of crossroads for the 49ers. And um, it's fast approaching. Like I say, Lance, everyone kind of expected with the draft capital in, invested in him, he would have been starting in this game. Should or obviously should should they have made it but um yeah he's obviously not done or done enough to or either that or jimmy g's got um some car shanahan nudes i don't know but um jack <laughs> jack back to, to to your selections anything in particular you wanted to, to point out or bring up um the unders as well like the under 45 and a half as i said i'd rather do an unders in in matches than overs and um, the 49ers defense has been unbelievable in the off season or in the postseason um like you ran the middle linebacker uh, Fred uh, Werner is absolutely unbelievable. He's yeah. probably one of the best defensive players in, in the whole league. And he could, if you if you watch him, like even before the snap, he seems to be telling everyone what to do. He's I know that's what the middle linebacker is supposed to do, but he just seems <laughs> to be on a different on a different level to the rest of them. Um, I went for uh, Higby over uh, receiving yards. Um, he's been over forty six, I think, in his last four. Um, he seems to be getting a lot of, a lot of targets and a lot, and a lot of uh, receptions in the last couple of games. So 41 and a half, I think, is def- definitely doable. Um, and I went for Elijah Mitchell, um, anytime touchdown score, 13 to 10. I know he got injured, but I think he's good to go. Um, he consistently gets 20 carries every game he plays. Um, they seem to just keep handball off to him. Uh, so, you know, a touchdown at 13 to 10, I think, is definitely back. But um, I've seen Paddy Power had 100 yards and a touchdown, I think, is 9 to 2. And if you're getting 20 carries a game, um, that's definitely doable. Like one one decent break, maybe a 30 yard a 30 yard run or something like that, and you're you're nearly there. Um, and hopefully that obviously uh, runs into the unders. Hopefully the fine irons just keep rushing the ball. So all my bets are kind of tied in, tied into each other. Um, but yeah, they're, they're the ones I like really for, for that game. Yeah, that is right. fair enough. Um, yeah, that pretty much round. That's saying just the two games, but we've managed to. to let's say I told you, Adam, we'd be able to fluff it, fluff forty minutes out of it easy. I know. Um, I, I do like to ramble, especially when I'm ranting about my own team. Yeah. Um, but yeah, there seems to be some weird stuff going on. So, so we're, it's time for us to call it a night. Uh, let's say no show next week because it's uh, the Pro Bowl, unless Adam wants to do one. Uh, but we'll be back in a couple of weeks, obviously, to to preview everything from the Super Bowl. From I mean, I don't know much about Eminem and Dr. Dre and all the rest of them lot, so maybe I'll uh, refer to one of you guys. Um, yeah, we'll uh, maybe get a few guests on as well, have a bit of fun. Maybe return Rap of God, that. Rap God for first song. It was the first song on the trailer. It must be. All right, okay, I, don't know, I don't know what you're talking about. It means, nothing, it means nothing to me. Um, but yeah, uh, yeah, a couple of weeks' time, we would say we'll go through the market. It's always a bit of fun. No doubt we'll have some uh, national length and length conversation and, and all the rest of it. Um, but yeah, hopefully it's the Bengals, Adam. And uh, you, I don't know what your what your nerves would be would be like, but uh, fingers it crossed would, for it. Yeah, it'd be an interesting night. Uh, <laughs> I've got a few people coming around, as I always do for Super Bowls, and having my own team involved is something I, I honestly really didn't think would ever happen, frankly. Um, so it would be it would be interesting. I'll, I'll go that much. Um, it, unfortunately, the increased alcohol would make me not enjoy it as much because I'd be <laughs> too pissed. But uh, yeah, I, I think I'd have to find some way of limiting myself. But uh, yeah, it'd be... It'd be a heck of a heck of a night. Yeah. 
And if we get a Bengals 49ers, Jack will be happy as well because he can cash out his uh, his oh, 49ers, yeah. his 49ers bet. So uh, fingers crossed for you, but obviously I don't, <laughs> I don't I don't want to see Jimmy G in the Super Bowl. No, thank you. Um, although it would give you give you legs on Debo Samuel MVP. But uh, yeah, that's for a couple yeah. of weeks' time. We'll be back and say maybe have a few guests, have a bit of fun. Maybe the return of the hundred pound challenge. Maybe we can uh, blow the cobwebs oh, yeah. off for that one and, and get that one going as well. But we'll be back in two weeks' time. Don't forget at full ten yards for all your yeah. You know, there'll be a couple of game previews obviously this week uh, for that, and obviously you know, your Super Bowl stuff uh, at touchdown tips on twitter for adam and tdtips.com for his write-ups and then jack t underscore 95 for his musings as well on twitter though he's not the uh, the biggest of tweeters but uh yeah just a couple of weeks left to go uh enjoy the games enjoy the, yeah say so enjoy the championship games hope your teams win hopefully we win a lot of cash because there's not many opportunities left to to win any and uh, we'll be back in a few weeks bye-bye ta-ta ta-ta ta-ta